happy, noisy little boys who are always laughing and playing tricks. It was a lovely July evening when the family got off the train. The fields and trees looked beautiful in the golden sunshine. The birds were singing sweetly, and the sky was a bright blue. But when they arrived at Canterville Chase, storm clouds suddenly appeared in the sky. Then ten or twelve large black birds flew down over their heads, and big drops of rain began to fall. An old woman in a black dress was standing in the doorway of the house, waiting to meet them. This was Mrs. Umney, the housekeeper. Welcome to Canterville Chase, she said. They followed her into the library, a long, dark room with a high window at one end. Here, tea was ready for them, so they took off their coats and sat down. Suddenly, Mrs. Otis saw a dark red stain on the floor near the fireplace. Is that a stain on the floor there? she asked. Uh, yes, Mrs. Otis, said Mrs. Umney quietly. It's a blood stain. Oh, that's terrible, cried Mrs. Otis. I can't have blood stains on my floors. It must go. The old woman smiled and again answered in a quiet voice. It is the blood of Lady Eleanor de Canterville, she said. Her husband, Sir Simon de Canterville, murdered her in 1575 while she was standing just there, in that place. He lived for another nine years after her death, but then he disappeared, very strangely and suddenly. Nobody ever found his body, but his ghost is still in the house and will not rest. The bloodstain is famous. Visitors come here specially to see it. People have tried to clean it, but it will not go away. Of course it will, cried Washington Otis. Pinkerton's famous stain cleaner will clean it up in a second. And before the housekeeper could stop him, he was cleaning the floor with a small black stick. A minute later, the bloodstain was gone. There you are! he said, smiling at the others. Pinkerton can clean anything. But at these words, the storm outside suddenly began. A terrible flash of lightning lit up the room, and a second later came a great crash of thunder. Everyone jumped up at the sound of the thunder, and Mrs. Umney fainted. What? Terrible weather this country has, said Mr. Otis. He sat down again and lit a cigarette. Mrs. Umney lay on the floor, with her eyes closed. Mrs. Otis looked at her. My dear Hiram, she cried, what can we do with a woman who faints? Tell her she has to pay some money, said Mr. Otis. If she breaks a cup or something, she has to pay for it, so tell her to pay if she faints.
She won't faint after that. At this, Mrs. Umney immediately sat up. But she looked very unhappy. Be careful. Trouble is coming to this house, she said, her voice shaking. I have seen things here which are too terrible to describe. For night after night I have not closed my eyes in sleep. Mr. Otis gave her a warm smile. My wife and I are not afraid of ghosts, Mrs. Umney. The old housekeeper got shakily to her feet. You Americans are so strong, she said, and so kind. You know, I have worked here for many, many years at the same pay, and... Okay, Mrs. Umney.